Intentionally Disruptive is brought to you by Microformulas. Creating solutions that work is what we do. Restoring hope and health is who we are. Visit Microformulas online at microformulas.com. A podcast about life. I mean, that's a struggle, I think, with every single day. Are we good enough? Everything it can throw at you. The only person that can make us happy is ourselves. Real people talking about life's real issues. Oh, yeah, there you go. This is Intentionally (laughs) Disruptive with Shonda McNeil. Our series this month is called Hashtag Squad Goals. We are sharing why friendships are so important. Now, so far, we have covered childhood friendships. Next up is the couples squad, your ride-or-die married couples who are basically backup parents to your kids, at least in our case. Uh, this is episode number two of the Hashtag Squad Goal series called Pineapples and Pleasantville. Joining the podcast this week, my husband, Dave. Hi. Along with two couples we are closest to. We live in the same neighborhood. Our boys are best friends. We go on trips together. Nikki and Arn. Hi. Hello. Jackie and Tim. Hello. Welcome Hi. to the podcast. That was, okay. That was weird. Tim, Come on. you wow. are way, you're, you're the life of the party. Tim, welcome to the podcast. Hello, thank you. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> now, the episode's called Pineapples and Pleasantville. I want to give a backstory on this because I think that that's important because people are like, pineapples in Pleasantville, that doesn't make any sense. But who has the most seniority? Who has lived in the neighborhood? Because this is all tied to our neighborhood. Who's lived in the neighborhood the longest? Well, I used to live there with my parents. We did. Who wants to talk about the, the pineapple story? Why that is a part of our episode? Well, we have like a firsthand pineapple story. Oh, thank you. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, we but, have a pineapple experience with you two. Well, <laughs> we were gonna talk, but I do want to say first, my mom is already committed to watching this or listening to this show later. Oh, so. no. sorry, mom. Uh-uh. Oh, but, but uh, speaking of, we have we have tips for backup cuss words. These are cuss word alternatives. Barbara Damn. Streisand for <laughs> and William Shatner for or Shat Snoop Dogg for. And that's all we really got. So these are alternatives. So whoever, we're all going to Mexico together for spring break. Mm-hmm. Um, so whoever loses, whoever has the most slashes, Rachel's going to be keeping track of who is cussing. Buys all the rounds. Yep. But it's an all-inclusive it's resort. All-inclusive. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> pays, pays for transportation or baggage? Snoop no. shot. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so back to your story. Okay, so Arn and I um, had just purchased a home in the neighborhood well first of all okay so we had a friend and they already lived in the neighborhood we moved out they're like hey we've got to introduce you guys to some people we're like sweet we've only been here a few days and we're already getting invited to a party you have to back up a little bit and tell the swinger story you guys are so married right now oh so (laughs) my parents when we told my parents that we were moving out to the neighborhood they called us in one night because they watched our kids in the afternoon. So we drive out there and we're sitting there and my dad goes, Arn, we need to have a talk. <laughs> okay. Oh, shit. And he goes, well, you know, our friend who is a realtor said that, um, are Arn and Nikki really thinking of moving out there? Our neighborhood's called Hidden Springs, by the way. Oh my gosh, I wasn't going to say it. Oh, okay. I, I'm going to say it. Okay. Well, when you say pineapple, everybody local Everyone knows. knows. But this is, this is heard... All over the place. Yeah, actually. yeah. Keep, keep going. Uh, globally, actually. Globally, globally now, actually. right? It is keep now. Going. And so they said that, that he had told them, um, well, you, you really might want to talk to them about that. And they're like, well, why? And he goes, well, because, you know, couples out there, like, there's just some stories and we're just not mm-hmm. sure. And so I'm, I'm like looking at him and I go, 
well, yeah, of course. Why, why don't you think we'd want to move out there? And then I'm like, are you kidding me? Seriously? Give us some credit. So that was how it started. So then we're signing the papers in the Merc, which is the Mercantile. It's a little cute restaurant, pub, whatever, up there. And we look up to the wall, and there's the jersey. There's a jersey that's framed. Softball jersey. Softball jersey. And across <laughs> the back, it says swingers, and it's all it's signed by like all the people from this baseball team. Were you Could on the softball legitimate... team? Were you on that team, Tim? Yes, I have a jersey. Yes, is it swingers. <laughs> yes, he's legit. Yes. Yeah. So uh-huh. we see it, and we're 69. like. <laughs> so we look at each other and we're like, oh, William Shatner. Like, uh, yeah. So then, fast forward, one of the friends, couples that we knew out there was like, we want to throw a party for you, a welcome party. I'm like, okay, great. So we open up our house and she invites some people over and then we invite some of our friends over. And one of them brought a pineapple and puts it <laughs> smack dab in the middle of our dining room table. So as you walk in, you can see the the pineapple. So as, as people walked in, they um, took off their wedding ring and put it on the palm fronds <laughs> of the pineapple. <laughs> And Arn and I are across the room. Arn and I are across the room from each other, and like um, we're mingling, whatever. And then we catch each other's eyes, and I'm like looking at him, like, "Hey, Barbara Streisand, like, (laughs) (laughs) we're like about to go down. Look at me right now, where I'm giving him the two fingers into my eye, your eye, you know. And I'm looking at this pineapple in the direction, and he sees it. And then pretty soon, we're standing right next to each other. And then one of the girlfriends yells. Gotcha. And we were like, okay. But then Arn has a theory. Well, then we wondered. um, Not we. (laughs) We. Because, well, we we wondered if it was a test. (laughs) (laughs) That was was tryouts and you guys failed. (laughs) Miserably. So everyone grabbed their things and we're like, oh, ha, ha, ha. That was really funny. We stayed friends with them, but to this day, Arn's always like, why am we been propositioned? Like, <laughs> so what we're um, trying to say here is that our neighborhood, back in the day, I think when it, it originally was built, there there was kind of a swingers group, and it's kind of stuck. I think there was a website uh, at one time about the swingers group in our neighborhood. I mean, it, just, it went like... It went like all over town like we are the swing it, it's so there's lots of rumors yeah it's so known here so they're saying if you have a pineapple on your front step that that means you are a swinger if you have a gnome huh. on your porch Which you are mean? a swinger <laughs> if you have your garage halfway open or just a little Correct. bit open you are a swinger teddy bear I haven't heard the teddy what? bear one yet. The teddy bear I've never heard that heard teddy bear up in the window and so like if you go down the main drag there's one house that has like three up there, and we're always like, ma, ma, ma. <laughs> so like, th- I mean, this is such a thing here that you say you live in Hidden Springs that you get to look it's like, the oh, they're the swingers. Oh, yeah. It's the first question everyone always mm-hmm. asks. And Dave and I had an experience with you, Nikki, and Arn. So when we first moved here, we find we find out obviously after we assigned you know, for the house, we're like. Okay, we find out late, like, well, we, we were going to tell you, like, my friends at work, they're like, we we're going to tell you, but we thought we just, what, wait till I sign the papers, I'm known as a swinger? Okay, <laughs> awesome, thank you. But we had a double date with y'all when we first moved oh, here. Oh, that's right. And I remember, I think I brought RJ home, your kid, um, and I saw the gnome on your front step. So I, <laughs> so I, run, I run home, and I tell Dave, like, Dave. Arn and Nikki, they have a gnome. Isn't that one of those things? I mean, we had lived here for maybe three weeks. And Dave's like, I think that's one of them. I think that's one of the signs. 
and then we proceeded to ask you on a double date. So you were like, um. <laughs> so then, so then you guys ask us. We go, we go downtown. It was so nice. But the thing is, we, I decide. I'm like, Dave, we should just drive separately. <laughs> no. no, listen. After that, I tried to be like the Pied Piper of swingers, and I put. <laughs> I put all like I put like a gnome out. Like a, I put I put a pineapple garage because I and I would just kind of like watch <laughs> and see who would come and see if anybody would come out. So we drove separately because I'm like I I mean like because again this was such a thing I mean we were like attacked basically after this we were like you can't live there you can't live oh my gosh you can't live there these are the signs to look for well like, it and kind then of freaked us out infamous basket of keys. Oh, yes. right? oh yeah. yeah, yeah, and those keys have been there forever. So long story short, obviously we didn't swing, and then we—I think I told you, like, oh no, I actually told you that night we were sitting in the booth. I'm like, guys, is this what? What's this about? I think I was pretty hesitant because we had just really kind of met each other, and boy, I, I remember going, oh my gosh, they have a gnome and it's turned around, and I think it's like showing its butt. <laughs> did you have one that showed it yeah. had its pants down? Yeah, so it did. Anyway, so long story short, we all of us live in a, a neighborhood that's known for swingers and the sign is pineapples that is the uh, obviously the name pineapples in pleasantville because our neighborhood's kind of stepford wives too people think it's almost too perfect but then so they got, make sure they're both but then like all of a sudden target and all those stores super trendy like the started selling. started selling all the pineapple stuff so then i think our neighborhood like went to the nth degree to be like oh if now you're gonna talk about joke. it now we're gonna yeah I feel have like people it. like embrace it totally now oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But there is there is the bowl of keys, and I was asking uh, the owner of the Merc one day because I was curious, and my mind, you know, likes to figure stuff out. So I asked him, I was like, "What's with the bowl of keys?" And she's and she tells me she's like, "Well, those are just left over from from people that you know that don't drive home," and the bowl. I mean, it's a it's a big salad bowl, right? It's a huge and it, and bowl. It's, it's like almost bowl. overflowing. And you see keys in there from like a BMW yeah, and all these Lexus, other keys. Like, and so, there's other keys on there too, like. You're missing something. That's a lot of money if yeah. you leave it there, right? So you're leaving like your BMW or your Lexus there for a reason. Maybe that's the first one to get grabbed <laughs> on top, right? Yeah. And uh, and my thought is like if you leave a tab or leave a credit card, you always come back the next day. So how do you get that many for that long? Is it the shame? Like you just don't. I don't the know. lock of shame back. to get your keys. Like, I've always been carrying well, like my keys. Yeah. I heard there was a king swinger on top of the hill. Like he over, like, you know, like when you king? watch, yeah, like a king what? swinger. Like he was, um, yeah, he was like a big, he was a big deal around, around again, like Boise. Like a pimp? But he had a house like on, on top of the hill because he could oversee all of his swingers. <laughs> These are all the things I heard. Wait, he's like, he's looking, he's looking over the town and like he had his, his hands and all swinging um, interactions. Oh my god. Maybe. You guys are what? Bored. <laughs> 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 Dylan just said we're bored. I think right, there wasn't a lot to, to do early on. Is it the walk of shame? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. All right, so the Intentionally Disruptive podcast team, they put together some questions for us, and uh, we have like what? I think I totaled like seven questions. So the first one Who is the couple who hosts the most events and has the most fun? Well, Ho- you, host the, you host, Dave and Shonda host. I make the you most. host. I'm like Super Bowl. I was like, hey, yeah. I mean that one you did, but I love doing that stuff. Yeah. I mean, Dave. I don't. I know like how it because I don't have to clean my house. <laughs> Your house is always clean. <laughs> Dave's like, you have no idea. I'll disappear. And Shonda loves events. I don't so much. So yeah, that, we've noticed that. Yeah. yeah so, I think last <laughs> one time we went and Dave disappeared and he was like taking a nap. Yeah. He did. Right? No, he did. <laughs> Super Bowl. He just, and then he went and took a nap. 
he took we have Shatner. one of those in our family. <laughs> well, actually, actually, the last one he went to Seattle. Right. <laughs> okay, the time before. Super Bowl, he just went to Seattle. Yep. We yeah. like to entertain a lot, but like I think when I think you're more inclusive to have everyone there so it just makes it easy on yeah. all of us. Yeah. Does that make well, sense? Well, I actually enjoy it. I, mean, I love yeah. having people over. I love planning. I'm just that's just like who I it's who I am, you know. Yeah. Like Tim would say, I just never sit down. I just never I'm constantly go well, go. Well, then go. you know you're not going to stay up too late cuz the party's over by 8. By right, that's like right. I last I last until like 9:30 yeah. Yeah. last weekend. All right. <laughs> this one's this one's tough. How should a couple handle conflicts? with parenting styles. Dave, I'm going to let you take ours. You mean between you husband mean, and wife? Yeah. Or, okay. Oh, I thought I you were thinking, asking, like, how do we deal with you guys parenting or how do you guys deal with uh, us parenting? No, no, because I, I, I'm pretty sure we that would, no. I'm saying, <laughs> no. I'm like, that's probably not going to Yeah, it's, that's probably not a good idea. How should a couple handle conflict? So a couple, so you guys are a couple. How, whenever you don't see eye to eye on your parenting, how do you handle that conflict? So I think our parenting style is really um, similar, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just have to give him like the eye, <laughs> and I think he does yeah, the same thing. Yeah, no, me. I mean you know that. What do you it's mean the eye? Like, like look him dead in the eye. Like the look. <laughs> You're like, oh, it's just shit. the look, and he knows like I don't agree here. But I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna show that in front of the kids. Like oh, I'm so not you're gonna. Giving him the look without your kids seeing it. It basically so tells me like, all right, to shut the Shatner up, yeah, or the, the Barbara Streisand yeah, up. Yeah. Okay. So then, yeah, once you get the line, once you get the, the look, you're you're stopped in the tracks of what you want to do. So maybe you'll finish like disciplining the kid, and then my brain turns like, all right, how am I gonna get out of this, right? So I got but over challenge really number one to challenge it. number two. No, 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 we never fight, but. <laughs> That's just how we you know. Get like, out of we're it not somehow, seeing eye to eye here. Yeah. Just We've had some knockdown dragouts. Like, oh, not physical. But, sorry. <laughs> but like yelling at each other, where like I've been outside and I'm like, what the Barbra Streisand are you thinking? And and or he'll give me the look to I'm more like just so we can be clear here, like I'm a little bit more wordy. Vocal. Um <laughs> sailor wordy. And um No way. <laughs> and he's so much nicer than I am and so I will come across a lot harsher and then hurt his feelings in the process too so um did I say that so how how do you handle that like how do you get past that um I think days later (laughs) some of us get over it sooner than others (laughs) just let it just let it die I try uh, my words of wisdom are never go to sleep angry and I (laughs) who does that (laughs) anyway I try we could not have different – I mean, we, we couldn't have more different parenting styles, I think. You yeah, and I are complete yeah. opposite ends of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. I'm more let him fail, and he'll learn his lesson, and then we'll talk about it. And you are, like, out front making sure that he's got all of this stuff done, making sure that he's not messing up. Like, like your perfectionism, I think, bleeds into your parenting style quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And how we deal with it – We've had maybe not knock, knock down drag outs over that. No, we haven't had knock down drag outs over parenting. We've had knock down drag outs over things, like things have been thrown. Yeah. Maybe a couple. A couple right hooks. A couple right hooks <laughs> that happened. There's a gallon of milk that exploded that was launched across the kitchen one, one, one night. But um, yeah, you're exactly right. And I, and, you know, I talk to Jackie, Nikki, I talk to you guys about this all the time. And this is like my biggest struggle is just letting go 
and I'm just not ready. I'm trying, and that I'm a work in progress with that. But that's what I think. Sometimes I, th- I feel like you're too lenient, Dave. And sometimes I, not sometimes. I'm always over the top, constantly. But I think somehow that kind of comes together into a not now. I'm, I'm saying like before, it definitely wasn't. There wasn't about. There wasn't a balance. We constantly would fight about it. But I think now today, like present day, we have done such a good job of working through that together. Mm. I, I think truth experienced is more powerful than truth told. But we, where I've, I think where I have messed up or where when things really go haywire is if, if the way he talks to you mm-hmm. and I don't immediately step in and, you know, draw a boundary on there, then that, then you end up feeling less than and, yeah. and talk, you know, walked oh, yeah. all over. And yeah. I think the hardest part that I feel bad about is I probably, um, I probably dump on you too much during the day, expecting you to listen and you want to fix it. Mm-hmm. And so you come in with the wanting to fix. I yeah. want you to listen. And then that automatically causes a conflict because I may have already dealt with it since I work out of the home yeah. and I have them there. And then I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. You know, and, and I've, feel like you've stepped on my toes but in essence like I think you're coming home thinking I asked you to fix it and now you're trying to fix it yeah. and you just want to vent yeah you just want to you just want to get it off your chest I think a lot of times guys are yeah fixers. absolutely absolutely well and I was gonna I would be curious to see your take on it Tim because I really liked what you said Dave but I, I definitely like even taking our, our kiddos we've got they've kind of flipped roles academically in the last year and our younger who was kind of the high academic performer loves school has really been struggling and uh, and and I view it kind of like it's gonna sort itself out I don't think this is a long-term problem and it kind of stinks but I'm glad that he's only in elementary school and we're gonna get through it uh, and at the same time though I, I mean I want him to be successful and I want him to achieve but on the other side you know mom's like wait a minute what are these grades you know missing days missing this and, and so that's creates some conflict for sure well wait a second what like I don't think that just because we had a year of COVID and he's at home, like he gets a year of passing of not turning anything in. <laughs> yeah, not, not, not saying that. Hey, mind you, mind you, I, I, you know, I teach for a good portion of each day. And so, uh, you know, I, I do have some values there as far as academics go. But with that said, um, I, I, I just, there's, I don't know. I just struggle with it. I think experiential learning is, is huge. And I'm just curious if, if, as, if it's more of a, a dad mom thing. And that's kind of, the beautiful balance yeah, and going back absolutely. to the question it's like how do you deal with interacting in those experiences and i think we've all expressed that sometimes well and sometimes not so well but at the end of the day it's like mutual respect you know totally. it's like, well yeah. and, and so the podcast team who've created these questions um they are just now getting married and or single or just in long term so like it's almost like they're asking us these questions because these are top of mind for them right and they want to know because we all have we've been together uh, each of us as couples we've been together for a long time let me just tell them now marriage is hard so hard it is the hardest thing you will ever do aside from parenting but the I love hardest you. job I you'll ever love I love you <laughs> <laughs> I love this next question what is your secret to making marriage work for a lifetime ooh I looked at Tim for some reason. I did for, too. Yeah, I think we all did. we all did. Why did we all Come on, Tim. <laughs> what you Jackie. got? What could you got? It, it, the simple answer. I mean, could alcohol work? Jackie's <laughs> <laughs> like no. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because I mean, there's a lot of different things, right? I mean, 
um, respect is 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 a big one. Uh, compromise is another big one, right? I mean, you may not see eye to eye on everything, you know, and and we've got a big family with a lot of, I mean, four kids, and and everybody's different, and we see th- different things different, and uh, just compromise in the middle of it. You know, know what each other wants and kind of read off those cues and, and figure it out and go. And it's not going to happen every time, not every day, not every year, but uh, compromising and uh, talking is a big one. We go out mm-hmm. to, to lunch quite a bit and spend time with each other. I want to say other. that. You, you guys, guys always do, do a great job. such a good yeah. job of day dating each other. I'm always like, you'll send a picture of your cocktail or, you know, or I'm like, what are you doing? And you're like, day date. And I'm like, oh, like you guys. Like, <laughs> and I'm like, that's oh, by the way, awesome. we have to be here at a certain times, so wrap it up. Yeah. No, that's <laughs> like, I want to commend you guys. I just, I love that you guys do that. I remember, do you remember this? Like we were in counseling. Oh, yeah. Do you know what? Story? I remember being in counseling. I love counseling, by the way. Well, I freaking believe therapy yeah. is like the best thing in the world. I freaking love it. So we were struggling in our marriage, and I think one of the biggest points for me that I never shared with you is, it, that, but she had to pull it out of us. Was she had asked, "Do you want a divorce, mm. do or you, do you want to be together?" I remember the together. question. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, "No, I'm not getting divorced." Yeah, two different questions there. So the question that Nikki's referring to is, do you want to get divorced, not do you want to be together? Oh, (laughs) sorry. (laughs) Do you want to get divorced, and do you want to be together? And I was like, no, I don't want to get a divorce. And yeah, I want to be with him, but I just don't like him, you know? I was like, I think I love him, but I just, I hate this man right now. And I think that that gave you reassurance of like, okay, we're in this. Totally. And I mean, we've all got our, our, our own baggage from our own life histories and experiences and stuff, but that's that's one that for me, like, that I really struggled with a lot early on uh, is that anytime we would have a disagreement or disparity, it was, I was worried about that thought of you leaving me. And uh, and that was a really hard thing to break through. So having that reassurance was important. I still, I still feel those feelings at times. I'm like, Oh my gosh! But you know, you you develop a trust. Yeah. And uh, I mean, I mean, I think you, you said that our our marriage was struggling, but I think maybe viewing it more as or as much as our relationship was struggling because right. like it doesn't matter whether you're married or good friends, whatever. I mean, that's how that's that's why friends drift apart. Yeah. Um, marriage, it's a little more binding sometimes because you know you've made this commitment and you've got shared stuff that you know you got to figure out if things don't work out, and it's it's hard because it's like you like each other. That's why you got together. And I think, too, through that, we found out that, like, <clears throat> he wants to be shown respect and I want to be shown love. And they don't look the same. So what does that look like for him? And anytime like, we start to drift apart or, like, we start to get irritable with one another, it's like, like, I'll come to that realization of, like, oh, crap, I haven't done a good enough job of showing him that he is respected. And so we've got the Google, uh, you know, the Google thing or whatever, what's it called? Like the Chrome thing? Um, set so that I, I just say, hit it. And it says, and then Aretha Franklin comes on and goes, R-E-S-P-E-C-T. <laughs> and, and if Nikki's voice comes in and says, hit it, it's some love song or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, that's cool. Insert <laughs> my That'd be cool. Eye <laughs> 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 no, but tell them the story. Like, what, 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 what am I in your phone? I was telling you oh this yeah, that's a good one. That's a really good one. Um, so yeah, well, I'll sh- and I'll show it as Ooh, I'm saying we, it. We gotta but, share our our <clears throat> our uh, phone names. So oh, when yeah, I yeah. so during this time, um, I was angry, and, and I've got another idea I want to touch on, but in a second. But whatever, if I get to it. But I've got when my phone, we were having this tough time, and I, I hit this thought one day. I don't even know if it's gonna show up. I can't look at it. Don't look. 
Take away. Anyway, it says, it's got a picture of Nikki, and, and I, I always put that picture I on there. I love that picture. And then I put her in my phone as love of my life. And the reason I did that is because there were plenty of times when I was so mad, and I left, I went for a bike ride, went for a drive, whatever, and I, I left the house, and she would call, and it would say, Nikki, and I'm like, oh, Nikki, you know, what? <laughs> but th- when I open it, and it says love of my life, I'm like, ah. Oh. Hi, honey. You know, <laughs> I mean, it's that remembrance of what's going on, what we've committed to. And there have been so many times when I've been very angry, very upset. And that rings and I'm like, ah, okay. And I'm still upset, but at least it's that peace yeah. that you know, brings it back. Mine just says husband. <laughs> I know, we're boring. Husband. Husband. Did you find during that time, though, when you were having a hard time that you stopped communicating? Like you kind of stop talking as as much to each other, you know. Because I've noticed that, that we've kind of dealt with that when we when we don't do those day dates and we kind of you know continue on with the daily grind of just being parents and doing the same routine right. and that you you don't communicate as much, right? You know, I and, think being, and you can naturally drift apart without without really without knowing really it, knowing. and then you got to work yeah. twice as hard to come back in. We were we were. Um, what was that like year six seven married so you know it was like two kids working full-time trying to get ahead bike racing jealousy all those things coming at us and I just I think we are both only children and then um <laughs> these they they didn't realize that I was an only child until just now. It oh, shows I think you're it. Right. You're right. He is an only child. Oh, I knew that. Right. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So total only child syndrome, as I'm pointing at him. <laughs> and so learning to communicate through that because everything's always been about me. Everything's always been about him. Right. We could do what we wanted to do. We never had to share growing up. And so now all of a sudden we're thrown into this. William Shatner gets hard <laughs> and we want to come into our own and just do for us not realizing like the effort and work it's going to take to do for the other like I think we just kind of took it for granted up to that point and then yeah Tim I think we had to figure out the communication fast and what that looked like and so well these yeah. are you guys pretty much covered the basis I'll boil it down to two words fight and Barbra Streisand <laughs> <laughs> yes. I was like, wait, what's the Barbara Streisand keyword? The, the, the two F words. Yeah. I love it. F and F. Because, I mean, Dave and I, we've shared our story on this podcast. Yeah. We, I mean, I don't think we could really say too much more. So if you've heard that episode, you, you know our story. And I think, you know, for us, it's just, and for everybody, it's just accepting who we are as people but also working hard to keep connected and, and just put in the work because marriage is so, so much work, but it's so worth it. Yeah. And that's not just because you, you guys are sitting here. And I, I mean, I would say that, and that's what I love about us as couples and friends, because we are not women who get together and bash our husbands. I was just going to say that. Like, I think we're drawn to each other. Yeah. And I think that like each of you have such like a poignant, um, place in Arn's, you know, um, life and vice versa. And you guys like, oh my gosh, seeing when you guys get together, it is freaking hilarious. And <laughs> like fun. same with the girls, but, but I love it. And I'm drawn to you guys because we don't get together and just beg on each other. And like, yeah. like I've had a lot of friends where girlfriends, where it's, we it's, just exhausted on each other. Exhausting. Yeah. But then I get home and I take it out on him. Yes. And then I have these expectations and I'm starting to like, oh yeah, well you don't do this and you don't do this. And I'm like, actually he kind of does, you know? <laughs> and I was like, 
oh, I'm projecting someone else's. And so it was it was good to like clean that out. And then that's really what draws me to you guys because you know, you guys love hard. Yeah. Um, and you show it and then you're just good people. Yeah. And then um I think you guys do a great job of just lifting everyone up. And we're different in all our own little ways. Oh, and I think that sure. just kind of comes together and it just it just works. Yeah. Um the next question, how do you guys balance friendship with all of your crazy schedules? <laughs> I think it's just important. Like it's important to me and I think it's important to him. Mm-hmm. Like that's when we have like the most fun is hanging out with like our couple's friends. Well, I mean, look, we we like I love that you guys go on like the guys, you dads go on trips with the kids mm-hmm. and then us moms we're doing stuff together and we do girls nights and things like that and we're all going on we go on trips together. Mm-hmm. Like right. we do. We go on trips together. We're going to Mexico together. Right. Um and uh, I think we just kind of do our best, especially now. I mean, the times are kind of strange now, but I think we still do a pretty good job of mm-hmm. making sure that time's very important, I think, for all of us, all six of us. I think we do a good job, too, of, um, well, I, well. so for instance, or example, like the other night when um, we showed up at your house at, what, like 10 p.m. <laughs> in our bathing suits, our snow boots with the snow <laughs> super high, ready to get in your hot tub and you guys are like well okay then you know let's go and so I think that like we can do that to one another that we know you have that comfort level that comfort level and 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 no judging right like I just love it yeah I will say as much as I hate events and I I will stick I will stick around longer with you guys uh, more than anyone but I'm really bad about balancing friendships when I get busy or anything friendship is the first thing to go for me. And we and can sense that today. Yeah. <laughs> well, we, were, we were texting you all day long yeah. and it was like dark. So, so here's, you know, so here's what I love. Here's what I love. When I pulled up and got out of the truck, you went, where the hell were you? <laughs> that's what I, that's what I need. I like, I need right. those kind of friends in my life. And it's my, the accountability. Like, my old, my friends growing up knew that about me, that I was I'm introverted enough though I go through like hermit phases. I just, I can't, yeah. I just can't go out. I can't, I just don't feel like it. But they would call and leave a message like, we know you're there. Get your, what, what's the one for? Oh, you just said it. Okay. Right. But they would, donkey. They, would they would hound donkey. me, dude. And and it was, I, I mean, it, it's not fair to them that they have a friend they have to do that to, but I just, you know, loved them for it. Yeah. Yeah. I see in the the the, the women group. I th- see you guys doing a lot better job of communicating, connecting, doing the thing regular. Um, you know, we'll we'll connect, but like the times we get together, and, and and I don't know exactly why that is, but I mean it's across the board. You know, I reach out to some other buddies, and I was like, hey, what about X, Y, and Z? And they're like, you know, what about going skiing, whatever? And and they're like, oh yeah, you know, I got stuff going on for a few weeks and. Um, and so, you know, and I know they're probably it's thinking like the same for thing. for let me talk to my wife. Exactly. <laughs> I, I was going to say, I, it's the same thing I'm thinking in my head. I'm like, I'm being bold here and I'm texting. I'm going to go, hey, can you guys go do this? Like, I've got it all planned no, out. Really the wives knowing are... it's going to be like, hey, they can do it this day and this day. Can I go? But, but <laughs> really, really from a wife's perspective, I think we all like, encourage go, and want yes, you guys to go. go. Which is the now, weird thing, right? There it's are just... there are some conflict, schedule conflicts sometimes. I mean, there's just something you just can't, like there's something that is happening or scheduled 
scheduled. But most of the time, I think our from coming from I think us three, especially uh, girls, that we encourage, we want that to happen because I think it's so important it's for you guys to get together. We're gonna take a quick break. When we come back, we will finish up the last two to three questions. Here's Microformulas life coach Sarah Fisk with the one thing you need to know. Hold up. Here's one thing you need to know. The thing that married friends do for a relationship is they give you different thoughts to think. If I'm in a relationship with my husband, all I experience are my thoughts about him and all he experiences are his thoughts about me. But the amazing thing about having other married friends is that in talking with them about marriage and talking with them about your life, you get to hear how they think about their spouse, how they think about their children, how they think about their mortgage. And if nothing else, it opens your mind up to the idea that there is more than one way to think about a particular circumstance. And sometimes that is all it takes for you to become a little more imaginative and creative in your own thinking, which can produce some really fun results, like a paradigm shift, like a shift in your perspective, like a willingness to think about something in a new way. Oftentimes, the friends that we invite into our circles are the ones that help us make the leap from what we are thinking and what we just absolutely believe to be true to trying on a new belief that can be very beneficial and helpful. It's got you thinking, doesn't it? You're like, give me more. This is Intentionally Disruptive with Shauna McNeil. All right, so the next question is, what is the best tradition that we have? I don't don't think we- As a group? Yeah, this is as a group. We've got one. Yeah, baby. Right? Dads. Tetons. Dad's camping trip. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Tetons. Oh, my God. That's the, that's the tradition oh. inside the tradition. My gosh. Wait, what? The binoculars. Now we have to explain. Dave, no. explain the story. No, we are do we not. on? Oh, is yeah, we real? are. Yeah, we're on. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're on. So, so this, this is actually cool because we... we <laughs> the men in the group are less likely to like hang out on a regular basis, but we do... Well, last year was the first year, but an (laughs) annual camping trip. But last year we were, so we went on this like crazy hike and Arn and I, yeah, Arn and I, I thought we were just going for a hike and Mitch took us up to freaking Mount Vesuvius, like (laughs) through like whatever. So, so Arn and I dipped out and we were walking back and he's just like, uh, Dave, (laughs) does, uh. Look over to your right. Does she have a shirt on? <laughs> and it was just a lady standing by the creek with both of them flopping around, wide open. We call her Susie Long, right? We call her old Susie. <laughs> and uh, and the boys just went nuts after that. They were like, they just kept like st- standing on top of things and walking over. They there. wanted to go on bike rides yeah. and Wait, fish. So what off is the tradition to find long. out a, to find someone to find like a nude beach? A nudist. Yeah, campsite. is that is that the tradition within the tradition is to make sure whatever location you guys do your your boys son camping trip that it has to deal with, with I don't boobies. Know. It's an experience I never had as a child, and yeah. so you know for my boys <laughs> for their first group camping trip to 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 Dude. just it was amazing how much focus they had on the large <laughs> rock that was down just from that the one you know the one the one son 
uh, not mine, um, <laughs> fished diligently while all the other boys faced upstream. Is that <laughs> our was, son? It was truly a stand no. by me moment. No. It was beautiful. It our was. son was, uh, was, was scouting. For <laughs> scouting yeah. for what? Yeah, scouting and for I a new fishing this, hole, like, maybe. There was more than one, right? There was more than one gal. There, there, I think I think on on day one there was one. But what then do you on, mean? I didn't know there was fr- multiple well, days. Well, because we went on Thursday, so on Thursday there was you know the one um, show, and then <laughs> on Friday you know the real party came, and and then the second joined for for you know Friday night and Saturday and Sunday. What, so, what was even maybe more beautiful, and it kind of ties back into the beginning with pineapples in Pleasantville, is. How many people do you know, and I'm just throwing this out to the audience and around the table, that have a renovated ambulance as a motorhome? Wow. That live four doors down from uh, and then, <laughs> and, from then and then I remembered and you guys. There's Those in the neighbors. alley down from us, there's a renovated ambulance motorhome. Could it be the same person? We're not oh, sure. Oh, I didn't know you were going yes. there with it. They live next door to you guys? They do. Yes, yeah. they did. Oh, yes. Yeah. So, you, so you guys went out to the wilderness in the middle of nowhere to find topless women who didn't care that these boys were oodling and goot whatever over them <laughs> to come back to our own neighborhood <laughs> to have right there the same people like, hi. Oh, my gosh. Well, we can neither confirm nor deny right. that they are the same people, right. but but the conversation it was, was had on uh, ambulance go motor on the door to <laughs> see Did if you guys know that there's them. a topless area at the resort Our beach in Mexico? Mexico. Yes, yeah, so oh, that's what I wanted to talk about. So we went. Aaron's going to be topless. So we went a couple years ago with the boys, and there's always the section of the beach that's topless. So as we're walking down to the beach, I start to see it first, and I'm looking at Aaron, and I always. I show and tell Arn to look at everything. So I'll be like, Arn. So I get his look eyes. Look at that, yeah. And I'm, I'm like motioning to him, like, we have the boys with us. This is topless, you know, whatever. And I think, honestly, we were more uncomfortable because kids are stupidly resilient and they're young. But the youngest at the time was like, why don't they have their tops on? And so then we had to talk about culture and what do other cultures do? Because a lot of the topless people were actually from the UK or. So um, what do you do about Vegas? Because they're passing out cards. We took Howie to right. Vegas for spring break oh. last year, and he was oh, trying wait, to wait, smuggle wait, cards. On, Truth so, experienced. Wait, but Nate is trying to get me to take off my top so that <laughs> I could blend in with them, and I was like, No, 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 mommy's good. Like, mommy's good. We're fine. So y'all better start having <laughs> the that combo that it's gonna be there. And you do it. But yeah. Again, truth experienced. Get them down to the beach. <laughs> what do you do about Vegas? We have told our kids from the very beginning that kids are not allowed Vegas. That it's illegal for children to go to Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> and they believed it. We, they took believed Howie, it. we took Howie for spring break, what, last year before last? And we just did it because for, for the shows, he loves the Beatles. We wanted to do like the, the whole the Cirque shows and oh, things like that. Oh, but the cards that they're constantly... And the cards. Ch- 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 and we found cards. He's trying to smuggle them back to show the boys <laughs> because we found them in his suitcase. Or You knew about it. David. <laughs> I may have... Turned the other way when Howie grabbed a handful. <laughs> because I thought to myself, how amazing would that be? When if you were 11, 12, year 12 old boy. and your friend came back from Vegas and had the, these cards. Dirty Dude. cards. It's like trading I'm, I'm cards. Judging trading now. cards. I am judging. Every boy in the neighborhood was like, Mom, Dad, for my birthday this year, I'm going to be 13. I think <laughs> Vegas would be a nice place to go. But I didn't even think about that. Whenever we planned our trip, we didn't even think about it. We wanted to do the shows and we had the whole week, but we had the whole like long weekend planned. So then we got there. I'm like, <gasps> the car. 
cards. I forgot right. about the cards. So basically, to wrap this up, our tradition that you guys have a tradition with the boys. You take them camping, insert some boobies in there. Like that's like <laughs> that's your tradition. And I think we're such a new group that because we've only really, I would say, we've known each other for about four years, but we've only been like close. I would say for the last maybe year, year, year and a half, maybe. Yeah. Um, I know Nikki, you and I have been closer a little longer, and and I, I think that as we're building, we're gonna be we're building these traditions. I think, and I think we're gonna start with Mexico, and hopefully we all survive that. Hmm. And that trip's coming up soon. <laughs> I last question: What is your wish for the future of your guys' friendship? That we I, grow old together. I just hope we have. <laughs> I hope we are still us. We're old and our kids are grown and we can kind of experience. I hope we're at each other's kids' weddings. Yeah, yeah. Jackie, that's good. I want to hunt with you guys. I, wait, I was what? just hunt. Oh. Something else. I was like, and with the okay. three daughters, I don't no. want to call any of you guys in-laws or, or family. Oh, oh right. dude. Yeah. Oh, what are you yeah. saying about my kid? <laughs> hey, I'm going to teach three, them all to marry rich. three beautiful girls. <laughs> I, um, I, I, I love that, Dave. And I was thinking the same thing. I mean, there's so many different sides and angles of our friendship right now. So, you know, we got in on a few hunts this year. Um, not successful from the hunting perspective, but successful <laughs> from the friendship perspective. I mean, I have memories from those days that were amazing. I know my son does too, and love to have Howie and, and, and you out there, Dave. And, and then what's coming up in, in a few weeks here and, you know, holidays, and like all that stuff, like those are the things that I think that to, to move forward, I would just love to see more of those because it's those long-term friendships and relationships. Our kids have been together for a while and I just think that's pretty, pretty darn cool. I just love that you guys were all willing to like do this Mexico thing. I mean, it kind of was like, we gotta go, we're gonna do a girls trip. And then I think serendipitously, like you were talking about the hard rock, I was talking about Mexico. Um, and then this deal came through with whatever, and now we're going, you're doing it, like you're all trusting. I know Dave, like, I, I like go a little nervous, but you'll have your own private patio that you'll have your own you time and a hammock. And we, Tim will only slightly, um, Barbara no. Streisand with you. Not slightly. You know it's going to be. It's yeah, going to be an utter Shatner show. Because yeah, I'm going to see how red I can make Dave's face. Oh, no, listen. I'm not afraid to embarrass myself. So, no. <laughs> if, listen, if we're in Mexico, I will probably be more like Frank the Tank. Than <laughs> the last time I was in Mexico, oh, I was please. Oh, please, chanting USA. Oh, dear. And they, they called, like, the dudes at the, there's like a magic show at the resort. They yeah. called me up on stage. Stage just to make a make an out of me in front of everybody because I was just a, did it? being a turd all week. You just lost. Uh, we just you're, lost. You're like losing. You're losing what did this. You just you said say? Oh, yeah, we lost again. Yeah, well, <laughs> Rachel. You guys buying? You guys buying? I don't know. What did, what did we no, commit I to? Know what was going on. I can't remember. We <laughs> Dave's our cuss box. <laughs> Dave's our cuss wow. box. I just hope that we, when our kids are out of the house, we're still going on trips and we're yeah. still doing things and we're still close because we have this this bond, you know, yeah. this parenthood, uh, you know, couple friends and, and things like that. So you guys mean the world to me and I just really appreciate you guys coming on the podcast. And should we do a cheer? We did a chant. <sighs> Let's do a chant. Let's do couple goals. Couple couple squad. Squad couples. What what's the word squad I want? Couple? Let's do couple squad. squad. Or no. Three, two, one. Couple squads. Yeah, couple squad. Does that make sense? Squad couples? Nikki, you need to stop. What? Let's redo. Oh. Couple squad. I really want to try this again. 
Yeah. Eat another almond and smack it in my lips or in my ears. Oh, pineapples and pleasant. Yeah, pineapples and pleasant. Pineapples and pleasantville. Um, you guys are on the same page. And are we going on three? Three. Yeah, three, two, one. Not you, one, two, three. Whatever you want to do, Tim, you lead well, it. I'm good. One, two, three. Good, right? I like how you have your arms out as if anybody can see that. I know. Yeah, <laughs> well, but it has to be well, real life. Where's your hand? Let's do it. Almonds, okay. let's do it. Ready? Yeah. One, two, three. Pineapples in Pleasantville. Oh my gosh, this is depressing. It was better. It was better. Coming up next week is episode number three of the Hashtag Squad Goal Series. My mom squad. Nikki, Jackie, they're back. We got Melanie and Beth. We'll be joining the podcast in the episode called Mom Jeans. That's next week on Intentionally Disruptive. Intentionally Disruptive is presented by Microbe Formulas. Visit us at microbeformulas.com.